I'm well. How are you? I'm good. Thanks for tuning in this evening. Thank you for having me this evening. I'm very excited. Yes, me too. So TalkShoe has started, so I'm going to go ahead and get started. And uh, welcome to the Stroke Diva Fabulous Radio Show. I'm your host, Kamaria Richmond, and this evening we are talking to Mariko Bennett, and she is an accountability coach, business advisor, curator of unforgettable experiences, author of The Blueprint to Manifesting Your Dreams, and Create the Blueprint, which I have right in front of me, uh, clip art, quotes, and words. And we're talking to Mary Co because she is also the founder and CEO at Coco B Productions, a premier consulting firm for government, corporate, and nonprofit sectors. And so what you do, uh, Mariko, is you are providing a tailored advisory uh, services and when it comes to business strategy, fundraising, events, production, and so much more. Uh, that's a mouthful. <laughs> you are busy. <laughs> but I wanted to have you on. I met Mariko uh, a few weeks ago. The Fizz is Female, which is... Um, created by Blaine Ashley, who's also the creator of New York Champagne Week, had her, the Fizz is Female, springboard to success. So she's been doing these financial services for women uh, over the last couple of months. So I had the pleasure of meeting Mariko and we did a vision board uh, event, which I was with the chatty group, so we talked. I should have clipped first and <laughs> And then, then worked on it, but I did finish my board by the end of the evening. <laughs> so you have, Mariko, a really interesting story. Let's start with your story before we get into Coco B Productions. Sure. Well, thank you, number one, for having me. And that's okay. I hope your board is finished now. I know you were you were with a chatty group, but um, I'm gonna have you send me a text message of that finished board because we do want to make sure that it's completed. So, um, so yeah. So thank you for having me. My story. Um, you know, I started. Uh, I always say I grew up in government affairs and cut my teeth in political fundraising. And so I've got a corporate background that is wrapped in government affairs and public policy, grassroots and issue advocacy. Um, but uh, that was like my job. That was what I did. I thrived at it. And then I started my own company because um, when I left um, corporate America, I really wanted to take the resources that, you know, uh, the resources, the relationships, the contacts that I had, and I wanted to actually do good with them. And I wanted to build community and do strategic partnership with big global companies who said that they wanted to do good, but just didn't know how or couldn't find the people that they could support. Um, they couldn't find synergy. So I wanted to be that, you know, uh, connector, if you will. I wanted to be the plug. And so, um, and I'm, you know, now doing that with Coco B. And so, um, and a part of that was my vision for helping people to execute. You know, I think a lot of us have like dreams and visions. And then when you become an adult, like we're not supposed to dream anymore or something, you got these kids, you got a husband. 
you know, you've got life happening. And so supposedly we're not allowed to dream and we're not allowed to have hopes and like wants and needs. And I just thought that was foolish. And so I just started to help people pull out the visions that were in their head that they wanted to manifest in their life and help them put it on boards and then ultimately map out the strategic plans to actually manifest those dreams in their life. That's I got and you said story. So I've got the three kids, I've got the dog, I've got the husband, and so I've got all those things. Um, but I also have a company and I also have a whole team of people who help me be great. That is fantastic. And I was, you know, watching, you know, a few of your uh, YouTube videos and um, and I think it starts with you the way it starts with a lot of people. Sometimes you have a health challenge that just kind of, you know, takes you into a whole different direction. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I, I, you know, that was a very authentic space there. So, you know, you know, because sometimes you have to be pushed out. Right. So, mm -hmm. you know, you know, for some time. You know, you'll know, like, you know, this isn't serving me. This isn't bringing me joy. This isn't what I really want to do. And, you know, I mean, you know, people talk about, like, going to work and crying in the parking lot and sitting there for, you know, they, they pulled up at work, but they just don't want to go inside. You know, all of those things. So, for me, I knew it was time for me to go, but it was to the point where my body had to tell me that it was time to go. And I started having heart palpitations. I was 36 years old. They had me, I had to go see a cardiologist. I was wearing a heart monitor. I mean, it was pretty deep. Um, they wanted to medicate me um, for life, actually. And, um, and I just said, I don't want to be medicated at 36 to cope. And, um, and I, I got a second opinion, and thank God that I did. And I went to a, um, a woman, an African-American woman, and she was like, you don't have to have medication. She was like, why don't we eliminate some things out of your life and let's just see how you feel. And she said, let's eliminate work first. And we did for 30 days. And I've never set foot back into corporate America. And so that 30 and I've never had another heart palpitation, never had another heart palpitation, no more fluttering, no more. You know, it was all stress related. And I knew it was time for me to go. But my body said, no, it's really time for you to go. Mm, that's a powerful, powerful story. And and so you decide that you're going to, you know, become an entrepreneur, start your own company. And uh, what was it about getting into the events-based fundraising? I know that you have, that was part of your background, but what was it that said, you know what, this is something that I really want to be able to do uh, and make a difference in people's lives? Right. So I, so there are not a lot of African-American women in the fundraising business. It's just not something they didn't invite us into the money room like that. Sometimes when we are invited, it's a real, it's, it's, it's hard work. It's, it requires, there's a lot of long days. There's a lot of remembering of people. There's a lot of ask, you know, you got to ask people, you know, people, you know, so I don't know. It's just not a lot of us that say, you know, I want to be a fundraiser. You have a lot of us that'll say, I want to work on Capitol Hill or I want to work um, and do policy or, you know, but not a lot of us say, oh, I want to go into political fundraising, you know? Mm -hmm. So anyway, um, but when I left, so I did, right. I got an opportunity to get into the money room 
And once you get an opportunity to get into the money room, I can't even look back. I don't even know another way. I mean, once you get this kind of access and friends and, you know, you know how to cultivate relationships. And, you know, cultivating relationships is really what I do, right? So it's not even about the fundraise because it must be something that it's got to feel good for everyone, right? I'm not going to just give because you said to do so, but it's got to make sense for my business. It's got to make sense for me, um, whether it's an issue that I'm passionate about. Like, it has to be a win-win. And so whenever I enter into, you know, in, any, 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 whenever I'm, you know, positioning, you know, an opportunity for any of my clients or any of, you know, the people that I've cultivated relationships with, I want to make sure that it's a win-win. It's a win for the organization and it's a win for them. So that's, that's really important. But when I left, I said that, and this isn't necessarily like a business plan or even a strategic initiative. And when, you know, you talk to other, but it was my passion, it was my purpose and it was something I cared about. And I said, you know, I want to take the resource. I want to help the, the resources that I have access to. And I really wanted to build community. I wanted to help fundraise for people like Congresswoman Barbara Lee, who's my client out of Oakland, California, one of my longest clients. I wanted to take my, the fundraising resources that I had available and I wanted to uh, help her fundraise because she was doing the work in community. She'd been doing the work, you know, in Congress for 20 plus years. And before that, she was a chief of staff for Ron Dellum, God rest his soul, uh, former congressman, you know, came out of the Black Panther movement. They, they've been doing the work for the community. And so for me, I wanted to leverage the resources that I had to help people like her. I wanted to work with organizations like the National Coalition of 100 Black Women, who has chapters all over this country, who fights for health, economic and economic um, um, economic uh, equity uh, and education for Black communities around the country. I wanted to help them get resources, and I wanted to pair them with corporate America. So for me, it that literally was the strategic plan to take the access that I had and the relationships that I had and the corporate relationships and really build those organizations that are doing work, the hard work in the community. And so that's, that's how it started. That's, that was why I left and how I started and how we're here talking to you four years later. Wow. And I mean, it's, you know, four years is not a long time. And, you know, you have an incredible website and the list of uh, folks and companies that you work for, uh, you know, that are your clients is just just mind blowing. But uh, talk to us about the name Coco B. Okay. Um, so thank you so much for that. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm really, I thank God every day because um, I thank him every day. Uh, it is not without him that I'm able to do this, this work. And so, uh, and have this favor is what I call it. And so, um, but I think when you do good and when you treat people right, you'll have favor. And I, and I, those are my mantras. So, um, the name Coco B Productions. So Coco is the name that my mom gave to me. Uh, when I came out of the womb, I was brown skinned, you know, in the, in our families, you know, we got light skin, brown skin, dark skin. <laughs> so anywho, I came out Coco Brown and my siblings are fair skin. So when I came out, my mom was like, oh, this is my Coco. And so my, my family, that's my name is Coco. And then B is my last name. And everything I do is a full fledged production. So it was Coco B Productions. And it's oh. always engaged. It's always a full fledged production. 
I love that. I love that. And so, uh, and I and I want to make sure. I, sometimes I'm saying Mariko, and sometimes I'm saying Mariko. That's right. It's Mariko. It's like Mario with a co. So it's Mariko. Okay, Mariko. And so you know, you did this wonderful. But a lot of people call me Mariko. You are not. That, that is a lot of people call me that, and I do not keep correcting them because. It just gets awkward at some point. So it's fine to say. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but it's like Mario it. with a co. And you might not get it in this call. And that's okay. At that point, some people just say, I'm going to call you Coco. And I answer to that. <laughs> okay. That's great. And so we did this wonderful vision board um, event. And uh, talk to us. It's, that's a big part of Coco B Productions is the vision board and um, and and the the affirmations. So talk to us about why that's so important in your business. Yeah, I, I'm real passionate about it. So you know you've got purpose, passion, what you do for profit. Um, mm -hmm. I'm I, it's my purpose. It's like my calling, and it's like even if I want to sit it down and not do it, it just calls me. And so I am, you know, I just really want people to set their intentions and I built a process to help them. Right. So, uh, you know, I always say like I'm an executor and so everybody has a superpower, right? So my superpower is I'm an executor. And so usually people call me when they want to get a job done, period. Mm. And so, you know, with that being said, um, I didn't know that was like, at first, I just thought everybody got things done. I just thought, you know, okay, you set an intention. You said that was your goal. You said you want to get this done. So you go get the stuff done, you know? Um, but what I found was that's not everyone's journey. And um, and uh, so with that being said, I put together a process, you know, through my four C's of accountability, which are crystallized. You know, you got to crystallize your vision. Then you got to customize it to fit your life. You know, you got kids, husband, whatever you have. Maybe you want another degree, but maybe you need resources, dollars, whatever the case may be. You got to customize your approach. Then you got to cultivate it. So everybody's got to do the work. You can't like say I want something, but you're not willing to work to get it. Okay. So you have to cultivate mm -hmm. your dream. You have to literally work it. And then you got to curate it. So I already told you I'm a you know I always do full fledged production. So you know it's got to be curated um, and it's on full display at that point um, but as it's on full display you know you have to tweak it you know you got to see what worked what didn't work what could I do better how can I make this you know so even in the curate phase you're still assessing and it's really important to assess you know um, where you are in the journey and so I um, built a process and formalized and formalized you know um this concept for folks, right? And it's not just about having a real pretty board, right? We all gonna have a really pretty board, mm -hmm. but it's really about manifesting that dream. So the book, the second book, so the first book is the Create the Blueprint. It's clip art, words, and quotes. So you don't need a whole bunch of magazines. We broke it down into your seven life focus areas. So you can really be intentional, you know, if it's fitness, if it's finance, if it's mindset, you know, everyone's struggling and dealing in different spaces, right? And so depending on what goals are, um, you know, you would pick one of those seven life focus areas or maybe two. 
and you come up with your vision board. But then you have to take it a step further. After your vision board, what's your accountability plan? How do you hold yourself accountable? Did you set SMART goals? Do you know when you want to achieve this goal by? Like, what's your deadline and timeline? At work, you're going to have all that stuff. You don't show up for work and have goals and objectives and you don't have a timeline because your boss is looking at you funny. And so as they should, and you should look at yourself funny. If you say you want to do a project at the house, but you have no time frame on it, you haven't built any structure around it, how are you going to manifest that? How is that going to actually happen without a plan? So I put together a book called The Blueprint. It's to manifest your dreams. And it's all around being intentional and planning uh, for your personal life and what you actually want to manifest. That's phenomenal. So I'm glad you were able to do the process with us. Yes, yes. And so, and I wanted to talk to you too, because you have an event uh, coming up surrounding uh, the book, the, the blueprint. Yes, this next Wednesday, I hope you're going to join us. It's the big launch of the book. And, um, you know, you know, um, what we hope to achieve with this movement, we actually have a vision board kit, a box. So you can actually have, you know, you can get this box delivered to you and it has everything from your poster board to your fun scissors and both of the books. So you'll have the clip art book and then you'll have the accountability book and several other goodies. I won't tell everything, but um, we do next Wednesday at seven o'clock p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Oh, wow. I, I'm during a conference that day. I'm going to try and leave early so I can be. I love it. <laughs> your event. That's right. That it's alive and seven. It should be pretty cute. Oh. It should be pretty fabulous. Oh, and I've got oh. the champagne from Blaine, by the way, from Rita. We're ordering cases of champagne from Rita. Oh, I love that champagne. <laughs> so yeah, I love it, too. We got the Magna <laughs> bottles, too. Because, you know, I was like, oh, I think I need a Magna bottle for this. <laughs> oh, yes, it is so good. And and your book, you know, Create the Blueprint, the clip art of quotes and words. I think I was telling you, it's so pretty. I didn't even want to, you know, like, <laughs> I didn't want to cut, cut it out. Oh. <laughs> Thank you. I love that. I love yeah, you know, in the book, you know. <laughs> I <laughs> know. Let me, Kat, let me hurry and get it, get it done. Oh, wow. That's right. So that is, that's next week. So that's, that's going to be great. And, um, and, and so Mary Co, what advice do you give to, um, entrepreneurs, especially women who may be afraid to step out on faith and, you know, to, to take an, to actually start living their best life or just step out on faith and say, you know what, I'm just going to trust the journey. Mary Co, you still there? Okay, Mary Co, you still there? Oh, there we go. Can you hear me? Yes. I'm yeah, here. I can hear you now. Yes, I can hear oh, you now. Go. Sorry, I lost you for a bit. Oh, fabulous. Okay, okay, so what advice would I give someone that says, how do I manifest my dreams? Or, you know, they're nervous about taking the leap of faith, it was the question. Is that right? Yeah. Amaria? Yes. Yeah. Yes. So, you know, what do you, I always say, well, what you got to lose if you don't try? 
you <laughs> lost just because you didn't try, you know? Um, and, mm-hmm. I, and it's okay. It's always, you know, and then, and then people are scared to fail, right? So that's the part. Folks are really scared to fail and what will people say if, you know, it doesn't happen or what have you. But, you know, the thing is, within any failure, there's always some lessons learned and growth. And, you know, I don't even call them that. I just, it was the areas of growth. Um, so you try and it's okay that it's a pivot, right? So like, you know, um, Mm -hmm. you know, people are always throwing things at the wall and trying things and something sticks and you go with it. Um, but if you never try, then you failed, you automatically fail because you just never tried. Um, and so even if you try and it's not what you wanted it to be, there's, that's still progress and it's still growth. And, um, so I always tell people just try, but I, I mean, I, I really haven't been, a, you know, I'm not really afraid to try and who cares what people say, because if you don't have any haters, then you're not doing something right anyway. And so most people are afraid of the haters, but I mean, if you don't have haters, you're not doing it right anyway. Cause you got to have some haters in order to be winning. Oh, great. So Great. Just ignore them. Right. Absolutely. It's the truth. It's so the truth. And anyway, and they and anyway, my friends tell me they're not even haters. They call fans and they're just watching to see what's going on because they the fans. So it's the fans. So you know, you can even change that into your fans are watching. And so that's all. But I think if you if you if you if you don't try, then you've already failed. And so it's like, but but that will stifle people's growth. This the 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 idea mm-hmm. of failure is so great that people just won't even try. Mm-hmm. And I see that a lot. I see it a lot. But I just always I constantly encourage them and push them. And then try a little bit. You know, like that's the thing. Like you don't have to go for everything all at once. You don't have to go for broke all at once. You know. Um. You know. Mm-hmm. You can. You know a little bit at a time to build yourself up, whatever that might be for, for some. So like some people oh. say they want to be an entrepreneur. Some people want to try something different. Um, you know, you don't have to quit your job today to try something new. I, even mm-hmm. in corporate America, I always had a side hustle because I mean, I never really trusted them that well. Right. Cause they don't, they don't have a heartbeat. They, they're a num. it's a numbers game for them. Right. So, um, it's a numbers game and we understand it. And so they're not worried about your, you know, they're not worried that it's not a hard game for them. They're not worried about your family and your kids and how you're going to feed yourself. You know, it's like bottom line and numbers. Right. So, um, mm-hmm. you know, it's nothing wrong with having a side hustle. It's nothing wrong with starting, um, you know, the journey There's nothing wrong with making it a hobby. And then at some point you've grown this hobby enough to where you can charge for it because you feel comfortable with that. Um, but start somewhere is what I would encourage those folks to do. Start somewhere. Yeah. Oh, that's that's awesome. And so and, and talking about, you know, the pivot, everyone has kind of had to pivot for their business during the pandemic. How did you have to do that? Oh, I embrace the art of the pivot. And I'm glad I did, because, you know, we in um, in the pandemic, we thrived. I mean, we excelled. Um, mm. so I'm going to start with, I put together a vision board at the very start. I, I, so first off, I was like, oh shoot, we just in the house. You know, everybody had that, that shock of, oh my God, we're just in the house, <laughs> right? So what are you going to mm-hmm. do in the house? You know, and as an entrepreneur, I was like, I don't know, shoot. Um, I like vision boarding. So maybe everybody want to do a vision board. So I hosted my very first virtual vision board experience and I remember saying like I don't even know how this is gonna go over how do you create an experience because uh, that was all about you know unforgettable experiences it's still on my website I cultivate and curate 
unforgettable experiences. People are known to talk about, you know, the events and programs that we put on for years to come. So anyway, COVID hit. And then I was like, well, dang, I need a new vision board. I'm going to just host a party. So I set it up like people were coming over. Okay. Like I had a whole table set up with the scrapbooks. And the, I mean, it was like super fabulous. Like people were showing up. And, um, and I actually did a board at the same time as I was facilitating the board, which I never ever did. Um, but it was fun to do. And I said, I wanted to build a brand that mattered. And I had, I needed a backyard oasis because if I was going to be stuck at the house, everything needed to be at my house. Okay. So, um, <laughs> And I had like some other things, amplify your message and brand. And I promise you that that vision board has all the way come to life. I even moved in COVID, bought a house with them. I'm looking at right now while I'm talking to you, um, a pond with fish in it, a pool. Like I, we, we bought, we found a house, almost three acres that was an outdoor oasis. I mean, period, like I, straight off my board. Then building a brand that matters, you know, the work that we do around vision boarding, it changes lives. I, um, you know, just interviewed a woman who had a board six years ago. She did with me in a workshop seven years ago. Now five, so, so seven. Okay. So seven years ago, now I went to interview her. She has a 6,000 square foot daycare that's catered toward, um, you know, it's called Eco Tots. It's located in Columbia, Maryland. And she is all around making sure that young people have no, no lead, no, you know, no non-toxic, a very non-toxic environment. So everything she does is non-toxic from the food that they eat being organic to the food that they grow in their little farming, you know, they got a farming um, program there that they actually grow their own fruits and vegetables um, to the toys that they play with to the paint on their wall. Okay. And she just opened up her second location and she did all of this while unemployed. Okay. Uh, she got a, a loan from the governor's program and other, you know, pro programs she looked into to fund her vision. Um, but I just interviewed with her that episode. You got to check me out on my YouTube. That was a shameless plug, but oh, well, um, <laughs> So, but on my YouTube, and that one is like a two part. So we actually interview her at both of her locations and you really get the opportunity to hear her story. But that literally started from a board. She had a board. She had a, uh, a recycling. Uh, I can see her board clear as day. She had some kids on there. She had a recycling photo. And today she now has EcoTots, two uh, centers that are geared toward non-toxic environments for children. And so, you know, and that came wow. out of the board. So we're building a brand that matters. We're amplifying it. I didn't have a YouTube series before this year, before the, you know, COVID hit. Um, and that's just on that one business line. We also, um, so, so all of that has come to pass. I'm very excited about it. Um, and then in addition to that, we've also picked up a tremendous amount of clients. Um, uh, and, um, and this has just been a record year for us, even in the pandemic. And um, I embraced the pivot. We went virtual. So, you know, we were doing event planning in person, in-person gatherings. Mm -hmm. You know, we would have small, intimate gatherings all the way up to huge, you know, almost thousand people events. 
And I had to say, okay, well, how do we virtually produce events and experiences? And we did just that. And um, now our virtual events and experiences are, are stuff that folks come to show up at. And they're like, you know, I thought I was, you know, and they're like, I didn't know if I was, they, I showed up and I stayed the entire time because it was so engaging or, you know, mm-hmm. um, I'm super, uh, I have a critical eye, so it matters to me what graphics look like and all that. And so, yeah, we embraced the pivot in COVID. Yeah. And, you know, and I think it's here to stay, you know, this whole virtual connection, I think is here to stay. Oh, yeah, absolutely. 100%. But I like it at home. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to, you know, I'm I'm slowly, I told you I built me a whole oasis here. Okay. I didn't, (laughs) I don't really want to leave the house. Uh, So, uh, yeah, but um, outside is opening back up. I got my second vaccine. I'm fully vaccinated. I got my, my card. Um, and, uh, outside is opening back up. So, but I do think that we will not lose this virtual piece because, you know, now we're connected with people all over the world and we want to mm-hmm. see them and hear from them and learn from them and share, you know? Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. And, and, America, we have a few more, a few more minutes and what's, what's, what's next on your vision board? Oh, what's next on my vision board? Mm, High quality question. I like those. Um, What have I not hit off the board? Um, Okay, so one of the things on my board is to have fun. And Mm -hmm. I don't really do fun well. I mean, like I do, but I don't. I don't. So that means you know, I need more vacation time. I need more downtime. So uh, it's really important that I am intentional about setting up private fun time because I'm a workaholic. And, you know, anytime you add a holic behind it, it means you got a little bit of a problem. So, mm-hmm. you know, I was working from sun up to sundown, you know, no breaks in between, not eating right and all that other stuff. So self-care is really important to me at this juncture um, that I really want to knock out. Um, you know, um, so 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 those are two things for me that um, matter. Uh, you know, if I if I'm just plucking out, I have a couple of other things I want to make on some of the lists, the under this top, this under that, you know, but that's all career mm-hmm. goals. I think I think, you know, the purpose of your show is, is to allow people to just take a moment. Right. And self-care being so important. I'm one mm-hmm. of those people that could benefit from more vacation time and more fun and just more downtime. Wow, that's fantastic. That's fantastic. And and I'm glad that you verbalized that because a lot of people are afraid to take to, to take care of themselves or, you know, or think that self-care is something that, you know, they are deserving. You know, I have a friend that says self-care is like your birthright. So that's right. It, <laughs> it really is. It absolutely is. Yeah, it is. But some and, of us don't know how to do it. You know, I like mm-hmm. structured play. So, you know, somebody who likes structured play means like even on vacation, we have agendas. So right. I'm just trying to manage that. But <laughs> we got so itineraries, we got agendas, we got stuff planned for the day. Even the beach is planned, okay? That's even planned for how many hours you're supposed to be there, you know. So I'm just trying to work on me in that space. <laughs> I know you'll you'll get there. And and also America, let folks know how they can reach out to you, where they can find your books. Okay, so thank you for that. Um uh you can find me at www.cocobproductions with an s.com. 
Uh, I am on Instagram at Coco, C-O-C-O, B as in boy, production, no S. Um, And then also my YouTube, um, you can find me on YouTube at Coco, C-O-C-O, B as in boy, productions, P-R-O-D-U-C-T-I-O-N-S. Uh, and those are pretty much all my channels. I've got Facebook too, but if you find me there, you'll find me at all those other spaces. Okay. And my book and is at Barnes and Nobles. So you can Barnes find my book okay. at Barnes and Nobles. Okay, great. And anything that you want to discuss that we haven't already talked about? You have wonderful questions. I don't have any more. I feel like, you know, um, I thought those were excellent questions. And I hope that um, the listeners got a lot out of this conversation. I really thoroughly enjoyed our time. Me too. Thank you for saying yes. You know, once uh, we finish, TalkShoe will upload and I will, you know, post it on social media, all the, you know, all the, those great sites and and tag you in it. So I want to thank you for sharing uh, a short period of the day with me at the Stroke Diva Fabulous Radio Show. And I wish you so much uh, success and Um, And looking forward to Wednesday. Any last words for us? No last words. I'm looking forward to Wednesday. I hope folks can join us. I know you're going to share the information. Thank you for that. Mm -hmm. And um, Mm -hmm. it is a a free event, but people do need to RSVP to receive the Zoom link. And folks can also buy a signed copy of the book if they would like. Um, The links are both there on the Eventbrite. Okay. Okay. Awesome. Thank you, Mariko. Enjoy the rest of your evening. Thank you. You too. Bye-bye. Okay. I'll chat with you soon. Bye-bye. Bye.